person in this room than anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on my the Good grief. What kind of show is this? My soul is suspended. Oh, that's right. Yeah, with DJ Envy, the captain of this bitch. With Angela Yee, the only one who can keep these guys in check. With Charlemagne the God. I'm a lovable asshole. And this is the Breakfast Club, bitches. Good morning, USA. Uh, your mic fell apart. That's the wrong mic, bro. Hold Come on, on. I thought that over. That was the can, wrong mic. This guy is crazy. It's not like I've been working. Can you start over, please? Can you, you know, reset that? You know, let him get together. He's on his knees. Press reset. What are you doing on your knees, bro? Okay. All right, let's do that again. Do it again. Guy's on his knees so early in the morning. Angela Yee is late. Charlemagne was popping. What's happening? Good morning. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. Yes, it is. Let me tell you something, man. What's that? You know who album hard? Who's that? Two Chains album hard. I heard Two Chains album yesterday. Two Chains album hard. It don't come out till tomorrow. Comes out tomorrow. Hard, bro. Yeah. Rapper go to the league. I don't know who gets the credit. I'm going to give it to 2 Chains only because this is his fifth studio album. And mm-hmm. he's put out like 10 mixtapes, you know. And I've been riding with 2 Chains for a long time since Player Circle. His album hard, bro. So I'm going to give him the credit. But, you know, I guess LeBron was an a on it too. I don't know. But this album hard. Bro. It's his best body of work. Well, we're going to kick it with uh, 2 Chains tomorrow. So... Yes. We're going to talk with Could 2 Chainz tomorrow. tomorrow. His album comes out tomorrow. tomorrow. That's why, right. Why wouldn't you come here on the day your album comes out if you know what the hell you're doing? Absolutely. In this rap game. Of course you come to the Breakfast Club. We're only in 90 markets, 150 countries. But Something like that. Who's counting? counting? Who's counting? Yeah, and, a few million YouTube subscribers. Who's, who's counts those type of things? Yes. And shout to everybody in the D again. Pause, pause, pause. Shout to Detroit. Why are you pausing this? Because you people take it wrong. But shout to everybody in Detroit. I had a great time in Detroit. Uh, shout to Strata. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> you had a lot of a lot of fun uh in Detroit yesterday. So shout out to everybody that came out and party with me in Detroit. Also, shout out to Offset, man. That interview was was did very, very well. He's my guy. He's definitely grown as an individual, a person, an artist. It's weird with those guys, man. The reason it's weird with those guys is because like we're old, right? Mm-hmm. And like we literally watched them grow up in this game. That's right. You know what I'm saying? It was times where the Migos would come to the Breakfast Club seven, eight years ago and it would just be Quavo and Takeoff. That's and, right. And Takeoff was the most talkative member. My time, my, my how times have changed. That is right. And Offset would call in from jail. That's right. So it's like we've watched them grow up. Absolutely. So it's, it's good to see them mature and evolve and it's good to see him married and leaving the drugs alone and just in a good space, man. I like that. All right. I like that. That's what life's about. Evolution. Yeah, and you know what, uh, you know, with some of the conversation that we had, he had, he had a bunch of artists and athletes call me yesterday, too. Wanted to learn how to uh, do real estate and how to invest their money, so... Yeah, I'm gonna do something where I, I help them and, and try to teach them how to do some of that stuff. You know, I, I don't want anything of it. I don't want no percentage. I don't want no money. I don't want to cut. I don't want none of that. I just want to help people get make money, man. That's what it is, man. If you can help your own make money and pass down money to their kids and their kids' kids and their kids' 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 kids, I mean, that's that's the goal, man. It, 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 it was it was good to hear that. When you old like me, when you old like DJ Envy, and you got experience in certain things, 
you have to share that information. Absolutely. That's all. It's really not rocket science. Mm -mm. Okay. All right. Let's get the show, the show cracking. Front page news. Angela Yee is not here, but I'm sure we're going to be talking about Trump. Angela Yee at? She's late. You sure she's not naked and making up that? No, no, no. She woke up late. She woke up like five minutes ago. Oh, okay. So she'll be here probably about 6.35, 6.40. Not if she takes a shower. If she don't take a shower, she'll be here around that time. <laughs> she better take but a shower. She washes that ass. <laughs> she better wash that be ass. Seven. She better wash that ass. <laughs> All right. Front page news when we come back. is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Leave me alone. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, yesterday, Michael Cohen, he was testifying. Uh, talked about a lot. Michael, talked about uh, Trump. Michael Cohen was snitching yesterday. Let's call it what it is. Let's keep it to the he was, culture. He was testifying. He was snitching. I have no problem with him. Is writing. it a snitch because we don't like Donald Trump? It's, it, it, that's a very good question because it's amazing how we don't mind snitching when we don't like the person who's getting snitched on. <laughs> right? Hey. Okay. Well, he, well, he explains why he's uh, snitching. I've acknowledged I have made my own mistakes and I have owned up to them publicly and under oath. I did things and I acted improperly, at times at Mr. Trump's behest. I blindly followed his demands. My loyalty to Mr. Trump has cost me everything. Given my experience working for Mr. Trump, I fear that if he loses the election in 2020, that there will never be a peaceful transition of power. And this is why I agreed to appear before you today. Hood translation. Man, I'm not trying to go to jail for a long time. <laughs> so I need to get this time cut. That's why I'm telling. All right. Okay? But when I was in his good graces, I was cool with everything that he was doing. But now that I'm in trouble and I'm going to jail, I need to get some of this time cut. But so that's I'm the racking. whack part, though. That's the whack part. Well, yeah, now he's all this pieces of ish and all this other stuff. I'm, I'm but I work you. with him. When I work with him, he was, it was all I, I, good. Listen, I'm with you. That's why you can't trust the rat. But you don't know who the rat is until they get all the, until they get their face in forty years. But let's talk. He, now he talks about uh, Stormy Daniels. Trump is a con man. He asked me to pay off an adult film star with whom he had an affair and to lie about it to his wife, which I did. And lying to the first lady is one of my biggest regrets. And I'm giving the committee today a copy of the one hundred and thirty thousand dollar wire transfer from me to Ms. Clifford's attorney during the closing days of the presidential campaign that was demanded by Ms. Clifford to maintain her silence about her affair with Mr. Trump. That's the worst kind of that's friend. That's a whack. That's a whack. I'm going right to tell, tell you that's, I'm tell you why, right tell you there, that's the worst kind of friend. Huh. You a great wingman at first. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're doing what every good friend should do. Damn. Your man is out there messing with another chick when his woman, a wife, comes to you and says, yo... I know he out there doing X, Y, and Z. You say, no, he's not. Damn. Come on, he was with me last night. Damn. We was out playing video games till such and such in the morning. <laughs> but then as soon as y'all got a falling out, you know he used to be cheating on you, right? Here's the check. Here's the check. Yeah, you I, know, I, I wired the money. It was Lord actually, oh, mercy. my goodness. Come on, man. That's, he messed up. He, what kind of do to you? He could have, yo, it's a lot of things you could have ratted on. I went on. to rat on everything. You ain't had to let that one fly, Michael. Go my do, God. Do everything. Call me a racist, anything. But that, that one. That one. Don't violate guy code like that, bro. Now, speaking of the racist, Jesus he calls, he calls Trump a racist, too. Mr. Trump is a racist. The country has seen Mr. Trump court white supremacists and bigots. You have heard him call poorer countries holes in private. He is even worse. He once asked me if I could name a country run by a black person that wasn't a hole. This was when Barack Obama <laughs> was president of the United States. And while we were once driving through a struggling neighborhood in Chicago, he commented that only black people could live that way. And he told me that black people would never vote for him 
because they were too stupid. And yet I continued to work for him. Listen, man, you, you give, you're giving out a lot of obvious information. We know Donald Trump is racist. Where's the dirt, okay? If you're going to snitch and get some of this time cut, you got to tell us some things that we don't know. Like what? Okay? Like what, what, would, what would make you happy? I have no idea. But, I mean, we know Donald Trump is racist. That, that, we know that. Like that's not nothing that's to true. rat on. You're not ratting. You're giving, us, you're giving up obvious information. And what he said at the end is very poignant. He said... I continued to, to work. work for him. Exactly. I don't, I don't respect it when you was good with all of that, when you were working with him, but as soon as, you know, things get hot and you, you face fall some out of time, his right. and you face some time, now all of a sudden you call him out. That's not honorable to me. Well, let's talk about, uh, he talks about Trump's marketing. Since taking office, he has become the worst version of himself. Donald Trump is a man who ran for office to make his brand great, not to make our country great. He had no desire or intention to lead this nation. Mr. Trump would often say, this campaign was going to be the greatest infomercial in political history. He never expected to win the primary. He never expected to win the general election. The campaign, for him, was always a marketing opportunity. Heard it all before. We noticed. A lot of obvious information was given out on that stand yesterday. Yeah. I guess it's different, you know, hearing it coming from the white man, but we've been hearing all of those things that Michael Cohen said. That part, even too. We know Donald Trump wasn't expecting to win. We know this is just a big marketing opportunity for Donald Trump. The man puts his name on every goddamn thing. He wants to put his name on the White House. I mean, I appreciate it, but see, I just don't respect it. The man, we were cool. You was my guy for years. I put millions in your pocket. They put a little pressure on you, and then you just burn the car to death. Listen, we got a couple more days, though. So the testimony is today, too, right? Yeah. And tomorrow. So hopefully we get some better stuff, man. But as of right now, he's just giving out a lot of obvious information. Like yeah. He, he read the blogs and just repeating what he saw in the blogs. He's repeating popular <laughs> opinion. He'd be on yes. Shade Room and Ball yeah, Alert. Exactly. We know Donald Trump is racist. Gossip we know Donald Trump wasn't expecting to win. He's just a master marketer. We mm. know all of this stuff. Give me something I don't know. All right. Well, that is your front page news. We'll talk more about it in the next hour. But... Right now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent right now. 800-585-1051. Or if you feel blessed, hit us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it, pick up the mother, mother phone and die. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Alexa, play The Breakfast Club. What's up, DJ Envy? It's Alexia. Oh, I'm sorry, Alexia. Hey, Alexia. What's up, Mama? Charlemagne, I just want to say, y'all, I am so blessed. The devil tried me, but I got a word saying, stop being offended by the enemy and promote yourself. So that's what I'm doing this morning, just promoting positivity and promoting my business. Okay, what's your business? Oh, yeah, what's your business? It's called Amps Connected, and that's my name, Alexia Marche Plummer, Connecting the World. So I just interview artists from all over the world. I'm trying to travel again. And it's just, again, happiness, connecting people, connecting artists. I'm a singer, and that's what I do. Word, and remember, don't give Satan no energy. We don't feed feed that troll named Satan, okay? Not at all. Read! Yes, hey, how are you? Good morning. Reed, now it says you're upset because your boyfriend dominates you during sex but never compliments you? No, 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 no. He wants me to take the lead role. Like, he always tells me that. And it's like, we've been together for 10 years, and when we first started, I always did. And then things changed, and it's like, I always tell him, you never compliment me. I mean, I could get dressed, be sharp as I possibly could be, and he'll never say, baby, you look nice. 
Oh, he whack. Yeah, he whack. He whack. I'm gonna be I, like, I, I, I do that to my wife all the time. You know what I'm saying? First of all, Absolutely. she really do be looking fly. Mm -hmm. You know, but I know that women take a lot of effort into the things that they put on. It and takes a long time for them to get ready. Yeah, and makeup man. and hair and, and getting dressed. Absolutely. Exactly. And then it's like when I do all of this, and I don't just do it for myself. I do it for you when we're going out. Absolutely. You know? What's his name? Like, why you can't say Reed R E I D. What's his name? No, what's his name? Reed. Stop being a bum ass. No, her name is Reed. What, oh, I'm what's sorry. his name? Miss Tori, this is the show all the time, so this is why I was trying to get on so he could hear, because I wanted to ask Angela, because last week she was telling the girl, you know, sometimes men, like, will want to take the wrong, and when he heard that, he gonna hit it, hit it with the, I know that's right. Tori, you a bum-ass guitar. Compliment your woman, Tori. When she gets her hair done, when she got on a fly outfit, when she looking nice, tell her she beautiful. When she not looking nice, when she walking around the house in some sweats and a t-shirt, tell her she's And a do-rag, well, what's that, a doobie, whatever. Yes, you look nice all the time. A scarf. That's all, that's all I ask for. He wait till we get to where we going, and then he say, "Oh, by the way, you look nice." No, you look yeah. nice right now. Yeah, he got to give you that confidence before you leave the house. Thank you. That's all I want. And oh. I just want him to hear somebody else say it. So I appreciate y'all. Yeah, he Tori, better do it. He Tori, better do it somebody else what, do it. What you don't say, another man will. You That's better right. remember that, Tori. Exactly. It's like how I get dressed and every man in the street could say, damn, you look nice. And it's like, it's, it feels good to hear somebody else say it, but I want the person who I sleep with every night to say that to me. That's, That's right. right. Man got the audacity to be having raw sex with you but can't even tell you that you look nice. That's right. I'm, I'm going to text my wife right now and tell her she looks nice. And I ain't even see her. Thank you, mama. Exactly. Thank all right. You. All right. All right. This is crazy. Get it off your chest. Eight hundred goddamn woman, man. Five eight five one zero five one. Now Taylor just wrote me a little letter and said the Jacksons are on the line. Who are the Jacksons? The Tito, like Tito and that, like, Jermaine. She said, like Janet. She said Taj and Marlon. You know who they are? Marlon is uh the brother. Taj is the uh nephew. And we have members of the Jackson family what they on mad the line. About? I guess they're upset. So we'll, we'll talk to them when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. All right, that's right. Tell them why you're mad, and we got some uh, Jacksons on the line from the Jackson estate. Who's on the line, Charlamagne? Um, I heard that it's Marlon Jackson, who's <laughs> Michael's brother, and Todd Jackson, which is Michael's nephew, and I don't think they are too happy about that Leaving Neverland doc that's coming on HBO. Definitely not. It's all about money, and... It's frustrating seeing how this is going along. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Dan Reed, the film director, he said that the uh, the two guys did not get paid. He said Wade Rapson and um, Safe Chuck are not getting paid. I don't believe that. What do y'all think? I don't believe it either. And plus, you know, we know what currency is as well. Famous currency in today's mm -hmm. world. They have an appeal going on right now with the estate. You know, so it's in their best interest to get the public on their side. Mm -hmm. so they can make as much money as possible. And we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars here. Now, I know you guys have the, the estate of Michael Jackson does have a lawsuit uh, against them for this documentary. Is there a chance that this could be pulled before Sunday? Uncle Marlon, do you want to say something? I, I don't think so. I mean, I think that there's too much at stake for them. I think HBO is in a certain position where Netflix is eating their lunch. And I think they need this publicity. So I think they're going to ride this. You know, man, it's, it's, it, the, what bothers me the most about this documentary is the fact that Wade and what's the other guy's name? What, they, James Safechuck. Yes, they both, you know, testified under oath that nothing sexual happened between him and Michael. Isn't that perjury? That's what I thought. You know, it would be for you and me. Now, Dan Reed, the director, did he even approach you guys about being interviewed or partaking in any of this or making a statement or anything? No. 
he did not approach anyone. He's, he's actually in interviews, he's proud of that. He says he had a story to tell. He didn't want it to compromise, you know, what he was telling. So he basically, you know, uh, interviewed only their family and the two gentlemen. They, I, I shouldn't even call them gentlemen. That was too nice of me. Did you think that when uh, your uncle died, the, the late, great Michael Jackson, that this witch hunt would still continue? Yeah, because, it, I mean... Basically, if people can make money off something, you know, they're going to keep... It's like vultures. As long as there's meat on the bones, they're going to keep picking at it. All right. Now, uh, Wade Robson at one point did even try to shop a book deal, and that book deal wasn't picked up by anybody, and he was trying to uh, seek some money from this. So you think... Uh, for real, you really think this is just about him trying to get himself out there and perhaps trying to sell his story after this documentary comes out? You know, the book deal, he tried to first keep it on the down low, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the book deal happened only after he did not get, he was, at, he was he wanted the job of director slash head choreography for um, Cir- Circle A on Michael Jackson 1. Mm-hmm. He was, up, at, up until that point, he's dancing away tributes and everything. And then once he doesn't have that, all of a sudden, he starts writing about this sexual abuse story. And so it doesn't add up at all. So let me ask you a question, um, just to play devil's advocate, because I, I want to see if... Do you think that any of these rumors could possibly be true about your uncle? 100% no. I mean, my uncle was one of the most scrutinized people in the world. He had a 10-year, a secret 10-year FBI investigation going on on him, you know, that no one knew about. You what? Know, 10 years, 300 pages of... Of, of of documents, not one shred of evidence. Don't you think they would have locked him up if they had something? And that's the thing. We and we all know how effective the FBI can be. You know, it's always these conspiracy theories that your uncle was 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 actually killed for other reasons. You know, they talk about you know owning the the Beatles catalog and things like that. Do you think that it was an actual plotted out murder? Uh, our family does. You know, we. Ha- I don't. I want. I don't want to say too much, but. You know, my uncle owned pretty much half the music industry publishing company. You know, companies. I mean, we're talking everything from the James Bond theme to. I mean, he was getting paid and paid and paid, and you know, he became too powerful. Are are there any plans to do a Michael Jackson style documentary? Because that's I didn't realize that. I knew he owned the Beatles catalog. I didn't know he owned the James Bond theme. What else? What other publishing? Yeah, I see, Taj. You guys are working on doing a documentary. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I, I, I am, but um, I, I, it's hard because I don't like public, publicizing it only because I don't want that to get in the narrative of what we're trying to do here. I don't want it to seem like I'm trying to promote something. Right now, I'm just trying to get the truth out. Right. You know? But um, what else did he own? He owned, he pretty much owned anything that, you know, Baby Faces catalog, anything that Sony writer, you know, Oasis, any, what? anything that people, yeah, I mean, he, he, he had a deal where he owned half of Sony Music's catalog. Half of Sony's what? catalog? That's crazy. <laughs> what? Why, gee, yeah. why would they give that to Michael? Because they wanted the Beatles that bad. And the, and the funny thing was, he didn't even have to put money towards it. Whenever they bought new stuff, he didn't even have to put his money towards that. That automatically went to him. So he, he outsmarted them, and they didn't like it. Oh, they killed Michael, bro. I'm convinced now. They, could, they killed your uncle, bro. And I did not know all of this. This is crazy. Anyone that was close to him, what, what you know, would tell you they, they want to kill me for my catalog. Wow. He would say that all the time. So you're not the only one to think that. I just want you to know that. Not the only, and I don't know who they is, but there were some powerful people. So after Michael died, it went back to Sony. It, the worst nightmare came true. Hey, man, I'm sorry that y'all got to go through this. I think that this documentary is very, very unethical. I think that those two guys testified under oath, and I think that the same thing that made them 
say it didn't happen back in the day, which was money, is the same thing that's making them say it now that it did happen, which is money. So I don't even understand how we can trust their word at all mm -hmm. on anything. All right, well, Taj, Marlon Jackson, thank you guys so much for checking in with us. Um, and we'll be making sure that we publicize whatever it is that you guys have to say in response to anything. Absolutely. Thank y'all, man. Have a blessed day. Bless you guys. You know I got your rumor report. Talk to me. Coming up next on The Breakfast Club. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let me send a rest in peace uh, to a lady who owned a church in a daycare in Queens. It was actually the daycare center that I went to as a child. And her whole mission and everything that she tried to do was get kids off the street and really try to help them. She passed away. Her name was Mother Allen. So rest in peace, Mother Allen. She was, yes, condolences to her family. Yeah, she was like, I believe, everybody. 90 years old. But she did a lot for the community in Queens and Queens Village. So rest in peace. All right. Now let's get into the rumors. Let's talk uh, Leaving Neverland. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, you know, we spoke with Taj and Marlon Jackson this morning, and they are definitely against this Leaving Neverland documentary that's going to be airing on HBO. As they should be. Well, mm -hmm. Oprah is doing Oprah Winfrey Presents After Neverland, and that's going to premiere on March 4th. She'll be hosting an upcoming interview with the subjects of Leaving Neverland, and that's all going to have an audience of survivors of sexual abuse and others whose lives have, have been impacted by it in the audience. I don't understand why Oprah Winfrey would involve herself with that. Like, the only way that would work is if after the Leaving Neverland documentary went off, she actually interviewed the family of the Jacksons. Or she interviewed the lawyers who represented Michael Jackson back in the day. Like, I think Oprah should be giving another side. But we don't know, you know what, what she's going to do. And maybe she spoke to them and she believes them. But, you know, Oprah, she does her, her, her job the right way, so I'm sure she'll be diving into all yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, listen... She I don't need the ratings I, or the money. I, I don't know if those guys are telling the truth or not. I just know that under oath, they said Michael did nothing to them, so I don't know why we are trusting them to tell the truth now. If they took money to say nothing happened back in the day, then they are probably taking money to say something happened now. Their integrity is too questionable for anyone to trust them. Well, I'm sure that hurts for the fact that Oprah now is doing this, so we'll see what happens. We gotta see what Oprah's angle is. I yeah, saw, we I have saw, to see I saw that. everybody killing her on the shade room, but I mean, we have to see what her But, you know, is. she's doing Correct. this in front of an audience of survivors of sexual assault, sexual abuse, and so people whose like lives were affected, so I don't think that she has a different angle. You're not gonna attack that's so the unethical. people who are supposed to be survivors. That's, yeah, that's very well, she spoke to them. Maybe she spoke to them. Maybe she sees a different side. Yeah. That's very So unethical. I think, and you know, a lot of people haven't seen the documentary. The family hasn't seen the documentary. We don't even know. Yo, it's unethical. They lied. They, they went under oath and said Michael did nothing Maybe to they them. explain it. Maybe they explain yeah, why they know, lied on oath. Maybe they explain all of that. We yeah, don't know. because they probably got uh, unlimited passes to Neverland or something. Who knows? But they're, they're, whatever made them talk about it and say nothing happened back in the day is probably the same thing that's making them talk about it and say something happened now. And I think that thing is money. All right, little Uzi Vert, speaking of money, is being sued for $600,000, and that's over a canceled concert. So they said the lawsuit... Um, is being filed in Atlanta, Georgia. So that's a massive lawsuit, even though he said he's retired now, if you guys recall. That's so probably why he retired. You said what? That's probably why he retired. I don't think no. that's why, because he's, making he's got $600,000. Yeah, he's making He said, you don't think I want to drop music, if you guys said all of that, but he's having issues with his label situation, so. Listen, I'm sure Little Uzi has money. Are we sure Little Uzi has $600,000? 100% yes. sure. He has about $4 million in cars, so I'm, I'm sure. He, he definitely has that's, that's that. That's probably why he don't have it in liquid. He's a... <laughs> okay. 600000 is a lot of... No, he definitely... Man. I think 100%. he got it. He gets... I'm not, absolutely. I'm not saying 100%. He gets about a... I, I never seen gets, the fact that he's getting show. sued for 600000 for missing a show shows you that he was getting paid a lot for that show. It's, he's getting like a buck fifty two on the show. He's getting sued for a billion dollars that don't have a billion dollars. 
I got sued I can show for you a lawsuit right NML. now for a billion dollars. No, Lil Uzi 100% has <laughs> way more than $600,000. I got sued for $100 million. All right, now let's talk about FX. They've picked up a Kevin Hart executive produced comedy, and that series is going to star Lil Dicky. You this excited the, for that? It's the second time they've announced this. Mm-hmm. And that's just like well, they've ordered ago. production for the first season, so that show is following him on his journey to stardom in suburban Philadelphia. And Lil Dicky actually created it, and so they said they've already ordered this series now, so we don't know when it's going to premiere, but it's in the works. Lil Dicky sure. been laying low ever since he called y'all a nigga through Chris Brown. Remember he did the song when he called y'all the N-word through Chris Brown? Yeah, that was the number one record, too. <laughs> exactly. Shout out the charts, number that one. That was the number one record? Yeah. That's crazy. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee. White man call y'all the N-word through a black man, and y'all make it a number one record. And that's your rumor report. That was a dope record, though. But anyway, all right, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, We are going to be talking about Michael Cohen, because you know he was uh, giving his truth, or some people might call it snitching. It definitely is snitching, but I ain't mad at him. In front of the House Oversight Committee about working for Donald Trump, and we'll tell you some of the things that were said. But is it snitching because we don't F for Donald Trump? Yes, it's still snitching. Even, but, but for whatever reason, snitching is acceptable when you mm. don't like the person who's being snitched on. All right, we'll talk about it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Well, we are going to talk about Michael Cohen. Now, you know we had to answer questions from members of the House Oversight Committee. He spent more than six hours answering questions about working for Donald Trump for about 10 years. And here are some of the highlights of what he had to say. First, he talked about why he's testifying. I've acknowledged I have made my own mistakes and I have owned up to them publicly and under oath. I did things and I acted improperly at times at Mr. Trump's behest. I blindly followed his demands. My loyalty to Mr. Trump has cost me everything. Given my experience working for Mr. Trump, I fear that if he loses the election in 2020, that there will never be a peaceful transition of power. And this is why I agreed to appear before you today. Hood translation, man, I'm not trying to go to jail for a long time, so I need to get this time cut. That's why I'm telling. Now I'm trying to act like I'm more moral than, you know, everybody else when the reality is I was right there with Donald Trump co-signing all this BS. But now that my ass is about to go to jail, I'm telling. Carter's coming down. Well, we'll take it. Uh, Now, Michael Cohen also has a message for Donald Trump. You tell the truth, even when it doesn't aggrandize you. You take responsibility for your own dirty deeds. You don't use your power of your bully pulpit to destroy the credibility of those who speak out against you. You don't separate families from one another or demonize those looking to America for a better life. You don't vilify people based on the God they pray to, and you don't cuddle up to our adversaries at the expense of our allies. You don't shut down the government before Christmas and New Year's just to simply appease your base. He knows damn well Donald Trump don't know what indigrize means. What's that well, what, is, what does that mean? <laughs> I didn't know. What I'm not going to lie. Aggrandize, I never heard that word yeah, before. He oh, lost, I didn't know. He, he I was confused. Trump. He lost Trump as soon as he said that word. <laughs> you okay. know I'm going to start using it. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Me neither. All right. Now he also discussed Stormy Daniels, and you know he got them receipts. Trump is a con man. He asked me to pay off an adult film star with whom he had an affair and to lie about it to his wife, which I did. And lying to the first lady is one of my biggest regrets. And I'm giving the committee today a copy of the $130,000 wire transfer from me Boo. to Miss Clifford's attorney during the closing days of the presidential campaign that was demanded by Miss Clifford 
to maintain her silence about her affair with Mr. Trump. Boo. That's whack. Boo. That's whack. Nigga, boo. Okay. Yeah, he ain't got to go there. You was a solid wingman holding me down because I'm out here with my other chick. My wife or my girl comes to you and says, yo, is he out here creeping on me? You say no like a good wingman does. But as soon as we fall out, you giving out all the receipts? Well, that was whack. It was more about the $35,000 payoff and that check was after nah. Donald Trump. Nah. And that check nah. was after Donald Trump was president, which contradicts everything that Donald Trump was saying. But you got to keep some type of guy code. And guess what? You had no problem giving that lady that check when you was in Donald right. Trump's good grace. Punch but, me in my face. Kick not, my tires. Now that we done smack me. Out, now that we done Don't go out, there. You want to tell my wife that I was cheating all these years? You what kind of what kind of man are you? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Now speaking of what kind of man are you, let's talk about Donald Trump and uh, his marketing. Since taking office, he has become the worst version of himself. Donald Trump is a man who ran for office to make his brand great, not to make our country great. He had no desire or intention to lead this nation. Mr. Trump would often say this campaign was going to be the greatest infomercial in political history. He never expected to win the primary. He never expected to win the general election. The campaign for him was always a marketing opportunity. Hey, man, this got to get better, man, because I'm going to be honest with you. Takashi 6 9 is a way better informant than Michael Cohen. 6 9 is telling us things he don't have to tell us, telling us things we don't even know, snitching on everybody from R. Kelly to Robert Kraft to Jesse Smollett. He's not, man. Michael, He's not, man. Michael, Michael Cohen just rehashing things we already know. We know Trump is racist. We know he slept with Stormy Daniels. We know that he really didn't want to Oh, be some people don't think that Donald Trump is a racist. We've had listeners call up here and say that as well, and here's what he had to say about that. Mr. Trump is a racist. The country has seen Mr. Trump court white supremacists and bigots. You have heard him call poorer countries holes. In private, he is even worse. He once asked me if I could name a country run by a black person that wasn't a hole. This was when Barack Obama was president of the United States. And while we were once driving through a struggling neighborhood in Chicago, he commented that only black people could live that way. And he told me that black people would never vote for him because they were too stupid. And yet, I continue to work for him. Mm-mm-mm. See, Michael Cohen, you got two more days of testimony, oh man. You got to turn up, because right now you a trash-ass rat, all right? You never seen New Jack City? Nino Brown was the greatest rat of all time, all right? This got to be bigger than you, Michael Cohen. If you go down, everybody got to go down. It might get better. You, is that because all you're doing is telling get us better. things we already knew. This he got just, today, he got tomorrow. You, you Captain Obvious on the stand right Well, a lot now. of things that Donald Trump has said is not true, he's now saying is true. And as his person who was his right-hand man, he is definitely the person that was close enough to him to be able to verify these things that were alleged. That's, that's wacky. Well, it's not wacky. rehashing all the things that we already knew. Told on this man I like that, man. dirt, my G. Okay? All right? Where the urine from Russia? All right? You got one of those tapes? That, that, the urine that, from that, Russia? They, they turned in People all already these, knew about that. They turned in now all these new confirming. R. Kelly tapes. That's not. We show us the tape, then it's really confirmed. I don't like, know I, if he has like, a I tape. Know, I know Michael Cohen. If, as close as you was to Donald Trump, I know you got better dirt Maybe there's more. There's more. There's it more. Be, it's going to be some it more. Be, it but this is just the, what the public hears. You know he had uh, private sessions as well. That ain't fair. That's not fair, fair, man. I want to be entertained. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Missy. Now, when we come back, we got a a call from the Jacksons. Taj and Marlon Jackson. If you you missed it, well, explain to people who Taj and Marlon, because I don't know. Marlon's a brother. Yeah. Taj is a nephew. Nephew. Okay. Well, they called earlier. He was in the group. um, What was it called? Three T's? Was that the name of their group? Three T's. There's, There's Marlon and Taj. Yeah, it might be three T's. What you talking about? Anyway, the well, let's, when they call, let's play a clip of when they call this morning. It's all about money, and 
it's frustrating seeing how this is going along. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Dan Reed, the film director, he said that the uh, the two guys did not get paid. He said Wade Rapson and um, Safe Chuck are not getting paid. I don't believe that. What do y'all think? I don't believe it either. And plus, you know, we know what currency is as well. Fame is currency in today's mm. world. They have an appeal going on right now with the estate, you know, so it's in their best interest to get the public on their side. I don't know how anybody could respect this. Like, this is so unethical. Like, those guys were under oath. Well, what age were they under oath, though? I don't even know. We don't know? All right, well, let's open up the phone lines. The guy's own mom said that uh, the the Wade Robinson guy has never said Michael did anything to him. mom said that. 585-1051. Leaving Neverland. Are you going to watch it? That is the question. We didn't ask you. We know why you feel. Oh, absolutely. We're aware. (laughs) 800-585-1051. Are you going to watch Leaving Neverland? Call us up right now. We'll take your phone calls. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us during Tell Them Why You're Mad, we had the Jackson family call in and check in. And uh, tell, they actually told us why they were mad. We had Marlon and Taj call in. And this is what they had to say if you missed it. It's all about money. And it's frustrating seeing how this is going along. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Dan Reed, the film director, he said that the uh, the two guys did not get paid. He said Wade Rapson and um, Safe Chuck are not getting paid. I don't believe that. What do y'all think? I don't believe it either. And plus, you know, we know what currency is as well. Fame is currency in today's mm. world. They have an appeal going on right now with the estate. You know, so it's in their best interest to get the public on their side. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Are you watching the Leaving Neverland documentary? Yes, it comes on Sunday and Monday on HBO. Charlemagne already said he's not watching it. No, I think it's unethical. And I want to ask y'all the question, what matters anymore? People really be choosing feelings over facts. The facts are we live in an era where people can commit perjury because these guys lied under oath. If this was somebody in the Trump administration and they lied under oath about anything, we would be sitting here saying, no, we can't believe anything that person said because they lied under oath. That would be the constant talking point from everyone. But for whatever reason, we believe in these guys. My stance is always every alleged victim should be heard, but we should believe all proof. And when a person is under oath and says nothing happened, sorry, that's what it is. But that's the proof. People lie every day, B. And people lie under oath, under oath every day uh, on that well, stand. Yeah, they do. All the time. <laughs> okay, Definitely. that's perjury. So they should yeah, be arrested People commit perjury, perjury every that day. That is perjury. But I don't, I don't <laughs> know what age uh, this young man was when he, when he lied. I think he was in his 20s. I don't know the story, nor do I know the situation. And people lie for different reasons. I see people... I, I see people lie all the time on the stand. So, do I? Am I going to watch the documentary? I think I will watch it. Do Do I necessarily believe or uh, agree? You got to make your own judgment but I think after you watch the documentary it? and seeing and hearing from the family. I can make my own decision of how I feel about if, it. If they took money to say nothing happened back in the day, then they are probably taking money to say something happened now. So, therefore, their integrity is too questionable for anyone to trust them. So, why would you play with a man's character like that? Why would you play with a man's reputation like that? Michael Jackson is dead. He's not here to defend himself. He got kids out here. That that gotta sit around and try to fix the legacy of their father because somebody just wants to make a documentary for money? Because let's be clear, this is all about cash. This ain't about no moral stand anybody's taking on behalf of victims. This is about money, M-O-N-E-Y. Well, Oprah's watching and she's hosting a special after. And I don't like that either. Unless, 
unless mm. she's showing the other side, that's meaning that meaning that she's going to sit with the family as well, or she's going to have Michael Jackson's lawyers that defended him back in the day. If she's showing the other side after this documentary, cool. But I don't. I don't well, see she's going to be having the alleged sides. victims and the director Dan Reed will be sitting with her, and she'll be in a, with an audience of survivors of sexual abuse and other people whose lives were impacted. Well, that's whack, and I don't understand why we trust people like that. I really don't. They lied under oath. What? We, ma- what? What makes them? What makes them have integrity? What? Why do y'all think they have integrity after lying under oath? I don't know if they have integrity or not. I, I, I honestly don't know. I don't know the story. I don't know the situation. Same thing with the R. Kelly documentary. Documentary. I don't know everything that happened. I didn't know all that stuff that went on. Well, I didn't know. R. Kelly but after watching it, I I, I R- got a, a better understanding that makes me hate him more. R. Kelly's I mean, maybe a totally watching the Michael case, Jackson though. documentary, maybe I might love Michael Jackson more and hate these young individuals. R. Kelly's I don't a totally know. different case because R. Kelly R. Kelly is not he say she say. You know what I'm saying? There's a marriage certificate where he married a lid. There's a videotape. That's, it's not he say she say. Now, yeah, you gonna watch it? Um, I am so torn, <clears throat> torn about this. The only thing I don't like is that he didn't have any family members to give their side of the story, which I don't think is fair. But did he ask the family members? He said he made a conscious decision not to have them in it okay. because he didn't want to uh, stray that's, from that's what whack. his vision was. Now, that that's the whack. only... I think that's okay. Because no, I think... Okay. I think it's whack too. If there's some things that he's going to reveal that we didn't know and to hear why they would come forward and and I hope he addresses certain other things like, you know, Wade Robson auctioning off some of Michael Jackson's items and trying to do that anonymously and just other things that people might question. Hopefully some oath. of those things come up. The lying under oath part, I think people do do that so I don't know if that necessarily that's means... perjury! It is. But, but people do that all the time. But... I, I do think it's wrong that he didn't present anything from the family side. I, I agree, but, but let's let's be honest, totally honest, right? I love Michael Jackson. I'm a Michael Jackson fan, probably one of my favorite artists ever. But, like, everything that went on in Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch didn't seem right. It, and it is, everything wasn't right. The fact that he had sleepovers with these young kids and young boys, that's not right. Listen, I don't that's, know, that's not listen, right. I don't agree with that either. And okay. I, don't know if, I don't know if these guys are telling the truth or not. I'm just simply I don't saying... Either. I just know that under oath they said Michael did nothing to them, so I don't know why we are trusting them to tell the truth now. Let me give you all a hypothetical. Go ahead. If Donald Trump is on the stand, oh boy, right? And Donald we Trump. find out Donald Trump lied under oath, right? Lied under oath. What would we be asking people to do? What would we be asking authorities to do? Huh? If who lied under oath? Donald Trump. Oh, Donald Trump. What would we be asking them to, authorities to do? Nobody wants to see. Yes, you be asking to lock yes. him up. Get him up. Lock him up exactly. You cannot. You cannot trust them. I understand that, but I do believe that they no. were saying that okay. victims of sexual abuse, especially Bro, when they were young kids, the sometimes they protect victims. their. I know, but I'm saying now they're saying they are. Mm-hmm. You never lied on it, though. No. Uh, okay. I've, never, I've never been on trial right. for nothing. 800-585-1051. When we come back, we'll take your calls. Call us up right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guide. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking the Leaving Neverland documentary. Are you going to watch it? That is the question. Let's open up the phone lines. Dawn, good morning. Good no. morning, everybody. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Are you going to watch the documentary? I'm most definitely going to watch it. Why? Yes. I, I say that any man that gives children happy juice and um, just to get them, you know, um, loose and everything, most definitely is a pedophile. Michael Jackson have a place called Neverland. And you, Envy, you strike me to be a man who would not let your children go there. Charlemagne on the other end, because it's Michael Jackson, strikes me. Any man sleep in the bed with, with children, with boys only. You don't hear him complain about girls. Boys only is a pedophile. And it, it needs to come out. Yes, those people lie for money. They did. That. That's a contradiction. You can't say they lie for money and then say it needs to no. come out because they could be lying now for money. 
No, they can. But at that time, just like all these other people, um, R. Kelly and everybody else, they lied at the time. Just, you know, just for the sake of they wanted to stay in his good graces. Now that man is dead, all this stuff is coming out. We all know Michael ain't never touched a black poom poom ever in his life. His children don't have a drop, not even an ounce of black in him. I think he was scared when he was much younger, when he was the black Michael, like the complexion black. And must have got scared from some grown woman trying to touch him, and he been scared from Pum Pum ever since. <laughs> I don't know about that. Listen, listen, I, listen, I don't I'm, think Charlamagne or I would have our kids yeah, over I there. Would, I definitely would not have my kid <laughs> but there. But you. let me tell you something. I don't know if Michael Jackson touched those people or not. I just know that those two people in that documentary should not be trusted because they lied under oath. So why should they word be trusted now? Yes, I agree with you. What you're saying, Charlamagne. But at the end of the day. He still have pedophile tendencies, regardless if they lie then or if they lying now. There's nothing that could tell me that Michael Jackson never, even when he stood on that car when he was acquitted, nothing could tell me he never touched them children. Okay. Why would he need to get little boys drugs? Why would he need to sleep in the bed with we them? We don't know if he gave them little boys drugs. Well, I hope Michael Jackson <laughs> haunts you. Monkey I like hope that. Michael Jackson <laughs> haunts you in your sleep tonight. I hope you go to bed and all you hear is hee hee. Trav. <laughs> What's, What's up, up Envy? What's up, Trav? Oh, we need you right now, Trav. I can't wait to hear what you have. I can't wait to hear what Trav has to say. I missed you this morning, boo. Thank you, baby. Let's not bring up the fact that I was late. <laughs> Got you. What's up, Char? Hey, sis. How are you? I'm doing good. What's the question? You know we talk Michael Jackson, you know Leave t- Neverland. Are you going to watch Leave gonna Neverland? Watch are you watching? <laughs> no, I am not going to watch. Actually, yes, I'm not going to watch HBO and actually give them the rating, but I am going to go back and like watch it after it airs. Uh-huh. Only because I just feel like they might, like, we don't know the actual truth. I feel like to give a well-informed opinion on something, which, Charlamagne, you used to actually, like, always say you have to hear both sides, but as of recently, like, you started going away from that. I don't know Man, why. Y'all, you know, no, it's I not. Y'all, 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 no, no, Trav, I want you to pay attention for a second. Trav. These guys lied under oath. Why would I believe them now? Like, they lied so already. They why They have no integrity. Envy admitted that he's oh, lied under oath. I'm sorry, go ahead, Yee. I said, Envy admitted he's lying under oath before. I, there, I, yeah, I have. This was a long time ago. I was a teenager. Okay, so he officer, lied under oath. And the judge said, the officer said, sir, were you driving 70 miles in a 55? Yo, y'all do all of these and dumbass said, false equivalencies. No, Your Honor, I did not. <laughs> no, 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 I did not. Y'all, 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 y'all do these dumbass false equivalencies. There's a big difference yeah, between yeah, a speed and ticket. I do want to say something seriously. Like, I, I need to know how old they were when they lied under oath. I need to know maybe they, was 20 something. coerced them. He was 20-something. Oh, I need something. to know their parents coerced them as a lie. Maybe their parents were paid off. They might have been teenagers when they lied. Maybe they really were victims of sexual abuse. Maybe it's been following them and for I years and years. And I said the same thing. We need to know. Get this off their chest. And we don't know. Thank you, Trav. The guy's and mom, we don't the, know. The guy's mom said he always maintained Michael did nothing to him. All right. 800-585-1051. Are, are you watching Leaving Neverland? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking Leaving Neverland. That's the Michael Jackson documentary. We're asking, are you going to watch it? The family called earlier, his brother Marlon and his nephew Todd. So let's hear what they had to say. It's all about money, and it's frustrating seeing how this is going along. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Dan Reed, the film director, he said that the uh, the two guys did not get paid. He said Wade Rapson and um, Safe Chuck are not getting paid. I don't believe that. What do y'all think? I don't believe it either. And plus, you know, we know what currency is as well. Fame is currency in today's mm-hmm. world. They have an appeal going on right now with the estate. You know, so it's in their best interest to get the public on their side. All right. So we have Sabrina on the line. Sabrina, good morning. Good morning. Hey, are you watching are you? Leaving Neverland, Mama? No, I'm not watching it at all. Why? 
um, because they need to leave that man alone. Right now, I just feel like they, they're disguising this movement to go after only black so-called predators. I haven't heard anything about any white predators. Like, what happened to the guy, Corey Feldman, who said he was sexually abused by all these Hollywood producers? They never believed him. They never investigated. We had the guy from that show Seven Heaven, The Preacher. He actually admitted mm -hmm. to sexually abusing girls, but he apologized. They oh, never no, no. said anything uh, about that. Hey, we can talk about the king, Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley married yep. Lisa Marie when she was 14, and they say Elvis never wanted to date a girl over 15 years old. You can Google but that, that's baby. that's not a problem. They, they, Why that, is it only a problem for the blacks, though? That's my only thing with it. Where, when are we going to... What happened to Harvey Weinstein and all these other people? What, when is anything going to happen with that? Well, Harvey Weinstein's still Thank going you. through his... I wouldn't say that he's getting away scot-free yet. They're still in the process. Lucky! This is uh, Lucky from Detroit. Hey, what up? what up, Lucky? We're talking Leaving Neverland, the Michael Jackson documentary. Are you going to watch it? I'm not going to watch it, but I do just want to say how I feel about it. As far as, like, what Charlamagne said, I just think Oprah being a part of this is just ridiculous. Black History Month, I feel like, has just been so embarrassing for the community for her to come out and actually want to have anything to do with this for a guy that's a legend and is not even alive to defend himself. It's just ridiculous. And then, like, Charlamagne has always said, he's a Winfrey Smith, Lois Carter. And if he can say she's wrong, I just think it's wrong. Well, I don't know if she's wrong yet because I got to see what she does. I think that if she has both sides represented, meaning that if she has the Jackson family up there or she has the lawyer that represented Michael back in the day up there, then cool. You know what I'm saying? But if she's just up there interviewing Wade and the other guy again and, and not really pressing them and questioning them, like, why did y'all lie under oath back in the day? But why, why should we trust y'all now? I don't I don't think that's uh, right. Yeah, I think some things about Wade Robson's story is pretty fishy about the money that he needed. But mm -hmm. I will say, when we're talking about lying under oath, a lot of people will look at it like R. Kelly, the girl that was on the sex tape with him, said it wasn't her under oath on that tape. When she, she never took the stand? Yes, okay. she did. She did. And that was part of the reason why he didn't get convicted, because she said it was not her on the tape. And her family members said it wasn't her, too. Tim, good morning. Uh, good morning. What's up, DJ Envy? What's up, Angela? What's up, Charlemagne? Hey, what's up, my brother? We're talking to Michael Jackson documentary, Leaving Neverland. You going to watch it? No, nah, I'm not going to watch it. Like, I'm from Gary, Indiana. And just like Charlemagne said, like, they started off on a bad note when they lied. And now they're trying to renege on their lie. It's like I said. It's, it's unethical. Exactly. I agree 100%. So I'm definitely not watching that. We'll watch over special. I'm not gonna watch the documentary. So you're gonna watch them talk on the special? Exactly, I will watch okay. that. I just want to see like what side they're gonna come from with that. Yeah, and I think Oprah's a great journalist. Oprah's gonna press them, and I, and I and I and it's hard for me to believe Oprah would not have all sides represented. I'm I'm sure that she'll have members of the Jackson family. I'm sure she'll have. I don't know. Michael's if she lawyer. Will. I think so. I, I don't I don't think Oprah would do a one-sided interview. I really don't. Because the whole audience okay, is gonna be survivors of sexual abuse and people who are affected by it. I can't see that. She that just seems even more traumatizing for them. Okay, well we'll definitely see. And I want to say too, the R. Kelly example you gave is great because uh, the little girl on tape, you know, I guess she lied on the open said it wasn't her, but they didn't do a doc on that little girl. They did a doc on a bunch of other women. If it was a bunch of other guys that we had never heard before and they was doing a doc on them, all right, cool. Well, you know that but, young girl is supposedly still in contact with him, and so is the family. Yeah, I'm, I'm, let me finish my point though. If they would have did a, if they would have did a doc on a bunch of other guys saying Michael did this to them, all right, cool, whatever. But to do a doc on two people who lied under oath already, that's not I don't know why we can trust their work. And not trust right. me, if they could have got her in that documentary, they would have. She's just not willing to cooperate. All right, well. And I just want y'all to know that eventually somebody from the Trump administration is going to get caught lying under oath, 
And y'all better have that same energy because I'm going to sit here and tell y'all everyone lies under oath. No, but the whole thing we say, we don't know the age. Like, if it, if it was a kid lying... Or, I heard he was 20-something. We don't, we don't know. Because I was a kid when I lied on oath. Do I need to... Should I go to you jail went, for You lied life? for a speeding ticket. I still lied on You didn't say a man touched you in private. Whoa. It's a difference. Whoa. <laughs> Stop with these false equivalencies, Whoa. man. But I lied on Okay, you was driving fast, all right? Goodness gracious, you snitching on me now? This is kind of crazy. <laughs> we got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, let's talk about R. Kelly. We'll tell you what his staff might be liable for now, and we'll tell you about these new allegations and what one of the women from the uh, Surviving R. Kelly docuseries has to say about those new allegations. All right, we'll get into all that. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Leave me alone! Michael, Michael Jackson going to remix this song. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he, he is. He had a song called Leave Me Alone. And put it out on Monday. Leave me alone. My goodness. Just leave me alone. You oh, he guys. Did do that, didn't That's he? what I'm saying. <laughs> he did that. All Somebody right. remix that. Khaled, get on that. All, All right. right. Sample those vocals. All right. Well, it is the Breakfast Club. Let's get into the rumors. Let's talk R. Kelly. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Now, according to Billboard, some of R. Kelly's network of managers and employees may also face criminal liability Mm. because staff members did have knowledge of his sexual acts against young girls for nearly 30 years. They're saying that he could not have accomplished this for 28 years without the assistance of others who looked the other way because they didn't want the R. Kelly gravy train to end. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. They are definitely accomplices. If, if they you know. watched, you saw his former tour manager, his personal assistant, all of those people were the ones that uh, were That's what I making know. sure certain things didn't get out. Yeah, I didn't understand that even when the, when the documentary aired because it's like, yo, y'all are admitting that y'all knew what was going on, so therefore y'all were accomplices. Y'all enabled him to do that. So yes, y'all are just as guilty. All right, in addition to that, uh, Lisa Van Allen, and you guys remember her when she called into The Breakfast Club as well, but she was on the Surviving R. Kelly docuseries. She had something to say about these two new sex tapes that uh, from R. Kelly that prosecutors have been looking at. Michael Avenetti, who is an attorney, provided the prosecutors with these two new tapes, and he says they are very depraved, very shocking. Allegedly, he's coaching uh, the 14-year-old girl through the tape. They even make mention of the fact that she's 14 years old, allegedly, because, of course, we haven't seen the tape, and we definitely won't. But here is what Lisa Van Allen has to say. It's very familiar to me what he's talking about. You know, I feel like they have a very strong case. So she said a lot of that stuff that uh, happened sounds just like some things that she's had to deal with, yeah, too. I mean, it's, it's more than a strong case. Let's be let's be clear. R. Kelly's going to prison. Yeah. All right? Unless he kills himself first. But he's going to prison. All right. Now let's talk about Offset. Uh, when we had him up here on The Breakfast Club yesterday, his daughter's mother, and he mentions uh, his relationship with his firstborn daughter and how he wasn't sure that was his child. He mentions that on Father of Four on the song on the album. Mm-hmm. Well, she has taken to Instagram after she heard this part of the Breakfast Club interview. You know, you talk about your daughter and not even knowing for sure if that was your daughter at first. That was like one of the hardest moments of my life, just to be honest. I was just, I was saying I have a kid, but she got to my mom on Facebook. When I see her, the, the kid, I know it's me, you know what I mean? But she five months, I don't even know this. Like, I don't even know her mama like. It's my first daughter. She's so beautiful. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't do it like that. I mm-hmm. just try to be the invisible and just here put. Here. I couldn't do that. I just had to stand up. Yeah, it feels like he was definitely trying to right his wrongs and 
let people know, you know, he was wrong when he did that and, and denied his daughter. He said when he first saw her, he knew it was his daughter. So his daughter's mother actually went on social media, and at first it seems like she was upset. She said, I stayed silent nine months of my pregnancy and the first year of her life, but I have to speak up for myself because I'll be damned if my daughter see or hear this in the future and think I was just out here living a thought life and didn't know who my baby daddy was. <laughs> what you laugh about? <laughs> it sounded crazy. Because do you tell your daughter that, yo, you hooked up with a rapper after a show, you didn't really know him, but you liked the music? She said, I'm not in denial about how she was created. Y'all saying one night stand, but if I didn't get pregnant the first time and blocked after telling him that I was pregnant, you think it really would have been a one night stand? LOL, yes, I'm still healing from this. I endured a lot up until he was finally ready to acknowledge her. I stayed quiet for so long because I didn't want him to resent her. The biggest blessing is that he is in her life now. I know and appreciate this, but if you're going to mention me and our story, then tell the whole truth. All love to him and his wife, and for the record, she really has brought out the king in him, and I appreciate her for that. I don't know that woman's particular situation, but there's definitely some thoughts out here getting pregnant on the road. Well, she way. doesn't want her daughter to think that about and her that's mom what I'm saying. later what you, in life. What do you tell your daughter? Like, you loved bad and bougie that much? Well, I guess she met him and maybe she thought it would be more. <laughs> than stupid, man. When she said she Y'all was pregnant. Like I hate you. Y'all act like this don't happen, though. But I do think the way that he addressed it, it was respectful in the yeah. studio. He, he said that he was wrong. He said that his daughter's beautiful and, you know, at least he is in her life. And she was respectful, too. She said... His wife has brought out the king in him and that she appreciates that he's in her life. Now, and I can't imagine how horrifying that must be when you have a child by somebody and at first they're not acknowledging it. And I just would like to say... So uh, that does hurt. To all you rappers that be on the road and all the women that want to sleep with rappers, please use protection. Because the guy is doing this in every other city. You know what I'm saying? Like, so please, use protection. All right? All right. And for the guys out there, if you have a child out there or you think you might handle your business. Yeah, because a, a child is a beautiful thing. But, All right, now 21, is not. 21 Savage is giving us some opportunities that he didn't have growing up. He said, while my number one song was called Bank Account Growing Up, I knew almost nothing about bank accounts. As I've gotten smarter about financial management, I realize how empowering it is to control your money rather than be controlled by it. I want to help kids with a background similar to mine to get smart about their money. So now he has the 21 Savage bank account campaign. He's going to recruit 150 at-risk youths who are disconnected from school and work, and then he's going to serve as an advisor, and he's mm. calling it the money-making mentor. Each participant gets financial capability support. He's going to give 21 tips, and they'll get training while employed, all right? Now, so. if I was 21 Savage, right, I wouldn't put my money in the bank. There's no way in hell fighting this, well, I'll put yeah, my money yeah, in the bank. Not ask, you need to ask the tough questions. What's what that? What country is these bank accounts in? You're right, you're right. Okay, is it right. showing us how to keep money abroad in the UK? You, you know are what right. I mean? Avoid having to pay taxes from you, the America? You, you know right. what I mean? We don't know if 21 got, you know, bank accounts here in America. You're right. It could be overseas. You are right. He's a dual citizen. <laughs> you all right? Not a dual citizen yet. He should be. He's he should be. On He's it. working on it. Dual citizen. Absolutely. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Shalomang. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? It's the last day of Black History Month, so let's discuss something that all Black people love, which is crab legs. Okay. All right. How far are you willing to go? For your crab legs. It is Thursday. Somewhere down south, there's an all-you-can-eat crab leg buffet going on mm. right now. Mm-mm-mm. Okay? Some garlic crabs. Mm. It's being served right now. One time for my cousin Britt Britt, okay? Who's Britt Britt? My cousin. She does garlic crabs. Amazing garlic crab platter. Oh, send some up here, Britt Britt. All right. You know, you don't like crab legs? She don't, I don't he, eat seafood. You ain't even human. She don't like <laughs> Lion King. She don't like crab legs. I can't legs. say I don't like the Lion World. King. I've never seen it. My goodness. All right. Donkey, the day's up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. It's time for 
donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being donkey of the day is a little bit of a mixed one. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but donkey of the day is a new one. Yeah, it's donkey of the day for Thursday, February 28th, the last day of Black History Month. Uh, they give us the shortest month of the year, but who gives a damn? I'm black 24-7, 365, and, and it's an honor to be black, a privilege to be black, and I'm black history in the making, damn it. Uh, I don't need a month. I'm blessed to have this blackness for life. Just wanted to say that. It has nothing to do with what I'm about to talk about. Uh, but, <laughs> but donkey of the day is going to Chiquita Jenkins and John Chapman of Alabama. Now, who in here don't play about their food? Raise your hand. I don't play about my food. Okay. I, yeah, I love food. All right. Uh, I, I don't like, Only certain kinds. I don't like when I got something to eat and somebody asked me for some, especially if we in the same restaurant. If you like what I got, then you should have ordered it, you damn self. I tell okay. that to my kids and wife all the time. Uh, it's the worst. I it's like sharing. My food is my food. Uh, <laughs> I'm very protective of my food, but I thank God I have never been in a position where there wasn't enough to eat for everybody because I can see where that can lead to problems. Food is essential to life, okay? We all got to eat. And when people are hungry and it's not enough to eat for everyone, that's how problems start. Sometimes those problems can be violent. This is the case of Chiquita Jenkins and John Chapman, who are enjoying a meal at a five-star restaurant in Alabama. Alabama, okay? <laughs> Alabama, okay? Enjoying a meal at a five-star restaurant in Alabama called Meteor Buffet. All right, dropping the clues bombs from Meteor Buffet. Never been there, but it sounds amazing. I love buffet restaurants. I grew up off them, okay? Golden Corral, Ryan's. All right, what you know about that, all right? Plates were $10.98 at the Meteor Buffet, and it must have been crab leg night. Let me tell you something. If you go to a buffet where crab legs or garlic crabs are being served down south, you might need to bring your pistol. All right, because things can get hectic, and this story I'm about to tell you is proof of that. Let's go to WHNT 19 News for the report. There's a woman who's beating a man. Plates are shattering everywhere. A fight was happening in the food line. The sound that Officer Johnson was hearing was... Tongs clashing. The Meteor Buffet diners were eagerly awaiting the next tray of crab legs coming out of the kitchen. Everyone was saying that they cut me in line. Police arrested John Chapman and Shakita Jenkins, who was eating at the buffet with her kids. They had been waiting there for the crab legs for a good 10 plus minutes. So when they finally came out, it's very uh, heated, especially if someone's taking more than their fair share. Chapman is looking at a disorderly conduct charge. Jenkins is facing third degree assault. Both people could could end up paying a few hundred dollars in fines, which is well above the 1058 a plate charge at Meteor Buffet. Dropping the clues bombs for life. <gasps> I love life, man. Life is just amazing to watch. Now, I've never been a big crab leg guy. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that sounds crazy coming from a black man from the low country of South Carolina, but I've never liked fighting to get in my food. It's a struggle to get in those crab legs, okay? I like my crab meat already deshelled, all right? It takes a lot of work to crack the code of those crab legs. I understand why people do it, because, you know, it's a good bonding experience. You're sitting around, you're cracking the crabs open, crabs open, you're talking, you're dipping it in the butter. I get it, but I just don't like fighting to get in my food. And I have never fought over my food. Now, I really shouldn't have to explain to my audience why this story is stupid. I shouldn't have to explain why they are getting the credit they deserve for being stupid by getting donkey of the day today. These people went to jail. The money they will use to pay bondsmen, lawyers, fines could have been used to buy crab legs for the whole hood, for your whole family. Call it crab legs at that. Learn to share, people. It's a buffet. Look out for your fellow neighbor. If it's 10 crab legs, you get five, and I'll get five. If you want more than five, then go to the grocery store. Y'all grown as hell. 
fighting over crab legs. It's never that serious. How do you as an adult explain to your kids that their mom and dad, aunt or grandpa, is in jail because they had combat over crustaceans? Some donkey today just sell themselves. Please give Chiquita Jenkins and John Chapman the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey mm-hmm. of the day. Ooh, you are the donkey of the day. I get it, though. Now, I mean, you get it because you understand crab legs. You know what I'm saying? Angelie's never had crab legs. Never. I mean, seafood. You know, but uh, it's a reason that on Revolt TV we didn't show the pictures of the people because today is a great day to play Guess What Racing! All right. You got a few clues here, people. Okay. Chiquita Jenkins. Oh, black. John Chapman. White. All-you-can-eat buffet. Alabama. 10.58 a place. Guess what race it is? Angela Yee, let's start with you. What race do you think Chiquita Jenkins is? I'm going to say they were African-American. Damn, oh, you think, damn, damn. you think both of them, Chiquita and John, were African-American? Yes. Okay, all right. Uh, Envy, what yes, about sir. you? Chiquita, definitely black. Okay. Uh, John, white. And I'm going to tell you what happened. Jaquita was waiting in line for 10 minutes. John okay. tried to jump her in front of her in the line. And Jaquita, privilege. And Jaquita gave her the business. That's what I think. So you think it's an interracial skirmish? I do. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Let's see who's right. Well. Come on. DJ Envy, you are correct. Yes, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. See, that's the only reason you got to fight for your food. I'm standing in line for 10 minutes, and this old man trying to cut me and just going to try to take my food. We got their mug shots up on Revolt I knew it. TV right now. I got fooled because his last name was Chapman, and I thought Tracy Chapman, and she's black. Why would y'all think that Chiquita Jenkins was black, though? I don't know. Chiquita. It was a guess. You're only a black person would name their child after a banana. I'm, you're absolutely No, that's Chiquita. Right. Isn't and, it Chiquita? And, and the Jenkins at Chiquita. the end is, 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 is <laughs> That's a common slave master's last name. That's a common slave master last name. Okay, I knew it. Chiquita Jenkins. I knew it. Sorry, I you know what you say. It's not a stereotype if it's true. Damn, damn, damn. Yes, Chiquita Jenkins and John Chapman. Chiquita's black. John is white. See, I'm not mad at that. Yes. Don't try to cut me in line. I've been waiting for 10 minutes, me and my family, mm-hmm. for this, this crab night. They only do crab night once a month. That's right. All I want is some crabs. Do I come to your quiche night, Mr. <laughs> white Man, and, bow, and bow guard your line with, with a bunch of mayonnaise quiche? That's right. Out, out, on, out on the buffet, huh? No, no, don't try to cut me. You're going to get these hands. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Yes, sir. Up next, Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need advice, relationship advice, or any type of advice, call ye right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. All right, it's time for Ask Ye, 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Uh, my name is Hussain. I envy. I, Charlemagne. I... Angela Yee. Hello, What's up, Shane? Shane. What's your question this morning for Ask Yee? So, I've been married for 10 years with my wife. I messed up one time in the past, like five years ago. So, she's still holding that back over my head. And she doesn't trust me at all. Um, we got seven kids, seven children. Two days ago, I, um, I went to do my taxes. And she came to the tax place after I... Um, came to pick up my son-in-law at the house mm-hmm. and she doesn't believe me okay I, um, her, her, I, I sent her 
you know, in, in iPhones, you can see the location where you were between the period of time where you were. Mm-hmm. I send that to her. The doorbell camera that we have at our house, that I when I came to pick up my son-in-law, I send that to her. I send when he came out of the house. Everything is timestamped. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm sorry to, you know, in tears, but after so many years, I can't just give up my mind for something I didn't do. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I love my wife to death. I would uh-huh. do anything for my wife. Last night, she left the house all night yesterday, so I gave her the night off to cool off. I went to her, went last night to go get her. She's not coming. She still thinks I'm lying, even though I'm giving her the facts. It sounds like you guys need some outside help because it's not working for her just to talk to you and deal with you. It's, you said this was something that happened 10 years ago and there's been nothing since then? No, it, it happened It happened in 2015. Okay, so it wasn't so 10 years I, ago. No, it was. We married, we've been married 10 okay. years. Okay. So the problem is this. When you mess up, you never know how a woman's going to react, and there's consequences to that. Now, she hasn't left you, but she hasn't gotten over the fact that you've betrayed her trust. And that is something that you are going to have to constantly work on and not be upset, angry, not feel sorry for yourself for that because you did make a mistake and there's consequences. She is trying to work through it and stay with you, but she's got issues now. She's not secure when she doesn't know where you are, what you're doing, because you've lied to her before. And when you want to stay with somebody, and I'm sure Envy can tell you this, you have to do whatever it is and take whatever comes with that. And that means that she has to go through this process of not trusting you, of of, uh, different things. That's what you have to deal with. And over time, it should get better. But I will say that you guys do need to get some professional help. Get somebody to sit down with her, find out what it is that she needs you to do to make her feel more secure, more comfortable. She needs to be able to communicate that to you. She needs to understand when she's being irrational. But that all comes with time. Yeah, I, 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 I did, I did everything that she asked me to, so you know, make she feel better. I've been sick for a year now, so I've been home for a year, and we've been beside every each other every every right and, every and then when you leave she doesn't and when you leave for even a few minutes she's like where are you what are you doing what's happening i don't believe you Ex- exactly right and i gave her all the, all the you know i gave her all the tools to track me to see where i where i'm at and you're gonna have to just you're gonna have to just keep on doing that and keep on reassuring her but i do encourage you guys to go get some therapy so she can see what things is really her issue now that and you've made it her issue Mm-hmm. You know, so I think sometimes as a man, you want to be with your woman, you got to just take it for a while. And then you also have to encourage, let's go sit down, let's talk to a professional, because we have to make I, this work. I, I, I did that, I did that, but, you know, with seven children, it's not really financially helpful right now. So we, we everything is on a budget, because I'm not working at the moment. Right. No, I feel you, yeah. but this is important. So somehow, somewhere, you guys are going to have to figure out how to make this happen to invest mm-hmm. in your relationship. You have to figure it out. Okay. All right, but just keep in contact with me. Let me get, um, hold on the line. I'm going to get your information, and I'm going to see if we can figure out somebody that can talk to you. Okay, thank you. Hold All right. on. Hold on, bro. All right, ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you got a question for Yee, hit it now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Kiasia. Kiasia. What's up, Kiasia? Hi, I am just had a question for Angela Yee. Yes. I just want to say how much I love you guys. We love you back. Thank, Thank you, you. Kiasia. 
I just had a question about how I can, because, um, you know, me and my fiance, we've been together for probably, we've been together since 2014, and we've been engaged for two years, but it's just, it's been a struggle to get him to be, like, self-starting and self-motivated without yes. having to remind him, hey, okay, we got to get this done and this done so we can go do that. It's like, I have to keep pretty much pushing him and sometimes he takes it in a negative light like I'm nagging him right and I don't want to come off like I'm nagging him but I don't I, I'm kind of getting frustrated too because girl I, I feel your pain I feel you because then yeah, you no, start I, getting mad and resentful of him because you're like why I have to be the one that has to do all this why am I the one telling you what it is that we need to do for us to have a better life why do I see your potential and you don't see your own potential Right. And it's just like, why can I sit here and take the extra initiative to be like, okay, well, let me go back to school for my family. Let me, you know, decide to work nights so that I can go back to school full time for our family. And whereas I'm like, okay, well, you got to leave work on time today so we can go to this meeting for our son. And he's like, well, I don't know if they're going to let me leave on time. Whereas I would have been like, okay, well, manager, I got to leave like 30 minutes. Right. Family first, baby. (laughs) Yeah, and it's just, I don't want to be a nuisance to him, and I don't want to be a negative influence either, but I feel like he kind of, I don't think he resents me, but it's just like, I'm a little more established than he is, and I'm kind of... And that might make him a little insecure, too. I I believe it does, just because it's like, you know, when we argue, sometimes I do get up there, and you know, this is my house, get out my house. Oh, girl, now, Kiesha, you cannot do that, ever. That's only adding to the pride. You can't say things like that. This is your house together. You guys are planning a future together. And that's probably part of the reason why he feels so insecure. Because imagine he said that to you. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the worst thing that you could do. I have lived with him and he didn't, you know, he didn't say anything. Yeah, like that. That, that's not cool at all, Kiesha. You can't ever bring things like that up. Because that has to feel so bad on his ego. Just like it would feel bad on your ego if you were saying to this is my house. Well, you got to no, know you can't do that. You can't compare what you have and what he has. What you can do is encourage him. And so I also not that with him like, you know, and, and him be receptive to it because it seems like, you know, we'll have a good talk one day and then for a few days he is really receptive to it. And then, you know, as time goes on, it's just like he falls back into the same patterns of not really being as motivated. You need to let him know, A, this is what you're great at. I think this would be good for you. Even if it means you looking up things online that he should be doing. Like, babe, I saw this and I thought about you. What do you think? That would be so dope. You, you know what I'm saying? That's how you encourage people so that he feels good. Because you point out what his strong points are and the potential that you see in him. And you're also there to help him. You're not telling him what to do. You're helping him. Okay. You know, I, I really I don't want to be like I don't want to nag him. I do want us to get married. I just I don't feel like we can if we're still having like issues like this because I feel like he, you know, his responsibilities aren't always aligned with mine. And so, girl, listen, if if you're more established than he is right now, you could be doing nice things for him too to show how much you appreciate him and how much you know what a great person he is. Yeah, yeah. You Men appreciate that too, and sometimes we take that for granted. Very true, because I'm just waiting for him to... Yeah, you should you know, do things for him, too, sometimes, so he could feel special, and that that's motivating. Okay, so you, just... Le- go ahead and lead by example, okay, and be an encouragement and be a, a assist to your man. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck with that. I think y'all will be great. And I, again, I really, really, really love y'all. I listen to y'all like every day. And then when I'm not listening to y'all, I'm listening to y'all at work anyway. So. Oh, well, man, thank you, we mama. Thank you for having no taste, ma. Oh, stop. She got great taste. <laughs> Have a great day. All righty. Ask ye 800-585-1051. If you need any advice, you can hit us up at any time. Now, ye, we got rumors on the way? 
Yes, let's talk about De La Soul. It's from the soul. And they are thanking Jay-Z. I'm going to tell you what happened that made them do this post about how Jay-Z has helped them. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. What's happening? Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Will Smith. It's about time. What's going on? This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So Will Smith has teamed up with, of course, Facebook Watch, and he has his own six-episode series. Here's what he has to say about Will Smith's bucket list. I've achieved everything I've dreamed, and I know that fear of the unknown is keeping me from that divine wisdom. Every time I confront this fear, I feel more free. I wanted my wife to skydive with me. Trey and Jaden are going to jump. Willow didn't come. She told me it's stupid. Hey, times have really That's changed because it doesn't matter, you know, what the platform is. As long as you can create the content, there's a platform for it because you got a superstar like Will Smith who decided to put a six-episode series on Facebook. Well, guess what? That's His huge. wife mm-hmm. has Red Table Talk that's doing Red really Table well. Talk, so it's popping. Makes sense. And that first episode is live where you can see him skydiving. That right? is dope. So they're going to come out on Wednesdays. You, you guys never skydive, right? And no. I'm not going to after you showed us a YouTube of things not going right for it's other sky, people. It's, it's it was amazing. The proper term for it? No, you can't. Did you guys skydive, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Skydiving. I think he meant in past tense. He said skydove. Oh, got you, got you. Hampton? <laughs> Have you guys ever skydove? You know what I meant, right? Yes, I did. Y'all ever skydived it? Did you All right, now, Jordan Woods, since we're talking about Red Table Talk, you know that interview is going to be coming out with is Jordan it? Woods. I mean, I, she it did it. Okay. So we'll see what happens. Now, another thing that they're saying is that she also hooked up with James Harden, who is Khloe Kardashian's other ex. According to sources, Shut up. Wow. <laughs> Jordan Woods told friends that she and James Harden got together uh, the night after she allegedly made out with Tristan Thompson. What's the point of all of this? Well, I guess those are both Chloe's um, exes. So she's just trying to rub it in Chloe's face like I, I mess with all you guys? I don't Listen, get there's a new season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians coming. Mm. We just need you guys oh, to yeah, pay yeah, attention, all right? You're right, you're right. <laughs> I know one thing. The Smiths got me watching Facebook. <laughs> okay. Come now, Jordan Woods says talk. that uh, she told her friends that, well, according to Jordan Woods' friends, uh, she got Khloe Kardashian's blessing before she got involved with James Harden as well. So how does that happen? You just hit someone up like, look, I'm about to go hook up with James Harden. You cool? When's the new season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians start? Next week. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Might be Friday. It's coming out soon. Mm. They're also saying that Kris Jenner wanted to manage Jordan. She told them no, and then all this happened. But who knows? All right. Maybe she was trying to buy the network. Uh, Carrie Hilson, she's been trying to put out new music and it hasn't been happening. Now she went on Instagram to reveal that she has all kinds of issues. She says, my truth is I love nothing more than to release this incredible music I've been sitting on and I've been trying for years for that to occur. There have been so many blockages I have constantly fought myself to not directly speak about. I've lost some pivotal characters in the process of stepping away from my well-being, though I was prepared for the possibility that some wouldn't understand or lose faith in me as an artist. While I dealt with the trials of my life, it still hurts. So we'll see what happens with her being able to put out some new music finally. The the only thing that's going to help Carrie get started again, Beyonce got to come out and say it's cool. Beyonce got to say it's cool. That's so old, man. Yeah, Leave alone. I seen a things have not been couple of weeks since. ago, man. Am I lying? Yeah, am I lying? It hasn't been the same since. Things have no, not been the it same hasn't. since. I seen her a couple of okay. weeks ago. I wanted to come out with some good music. Beyonce got to post Pretty Girls Rock or something. That this, beehive is no joke. That no joke. Drop on the clues bonds for the beehive. My God. 
All right, and De La Soul. Now they're talking about issues that they have, and they did thank Jay Z for refusing to stream their catalog. So apparently, what happened is、uh, they had a deal with Tommy Boy, and Tommy Boy. According to an Instagram post, 90% of the streaming revenue will go to the label, and then 10% they have to divvy up between themselves. So it says, live breaking news. Dear fans, just got off the phone with Title in support of the artist. Title has decided not to stream our catalog until this matter has been resolved. Thank you, Title. Thank you, Jay. De La Soul posted, when you are for the culture, you do what's right. Respect the culture. So they thanked Title as well. So I guess there's some issues with sample clearances,、uh, whether or not all the samples have been cleared for their catalog streaming release. And Tommy Boy felt they wanted to go ahead and just put it out anyway and worry about lawsuits later on. They did not think that was a good idea. And they said they're being placed in the line of fire. Well, Jizzle told y'all a long time ago, Tommy ain't my mother effing boy. Yes, when Nor- you fake moves. Yeah, Nori told y'all a long time ago, Tommy boy sucks. And what, what De La Soul said is very true. It's like when you care about the culture, then you do what's right by、mm-hmm. the culture. Them culturally clueless white people and Tommy boy don't care about the culture. They and they had a、right. lot of artists who they had. They sure did. Queen Latifah, Method Man, Naughty by Nature,、uh, Gucci Man, Man at one time. RZA was on think, Tommy Boy. I think they did something there one time.、Um, Capone Noriega, De La Soul. I love you, Rakeem. Biz Marquis. I'm trying to think who else did something with Tommy Boy. A、so、lot of people. I saw my guy, Biz. I saw Biz in SCI, CIAA. What was going、That's、on in the show? That's this weekend. That was, All- that was called All Star. All Star. All, Star, <laughs> All these Negro events look the same to me. Drop one of the clues, Monster Biz Marquis. Stop it. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. And Coca Cola just came out with a brand new flavor. Yeah, you heard that right. They've now got Orange Vanilla Coke and Orange Vanilla Coke Zero Sugar. Head to your closest retailer and try Orange Vanilla Coke and Orange Vanilla Coke Zero Sugar today. Hey, and salute to my guy, N O R E, too. Salute to Nori. N O R E. What's up, Nori? Nori's running around listening to us right now. No, Nori, said, Nori said、uh, he loves Tommy Boy. Yeah, no, he didn't say no, that. He, he didn't definitely say didn't say that. He said that. They suck. I want y'all to know that、uh, <laughs> On the Run Eaton、uh, is screaming on Hulu right now. Now, as of、uh, yesterday,、it's、why are、Hulu. they screaming? Well, it's on Hulu right now. You know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> you, know, you know, I produce a little TV on the side. You know a little side. On the side, you know what I'm saying? On your off days? Yeah, on my off days. So I got a couple projects that are currently on、uh, various platforms. So、uh, my man Bakari Sellers documentary, While I Breathe, I Hope, that's on PBS.org right now. And Nori's On the Run Eating is on Hulu right now. So if you're、All、not、right. doing nothing today, you know. Go scream that. Go scream that.、Yes. All right. Shout to Nori. Scream tour. All right. <laughs> Shout out to Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Let's go. All right, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's the last day of Black History Month. It is the last day of Black History Month, man. And、um, I just want to salute a young woman who I feel delivered in a big way, and nobody was expecting her to deliver, but she did. This is a new Black History Month moment that doesn't get the respect it deserves, and that's because her boss. Is out here wanting to be the first man to die from hairline injections. Okay? This is Dream Doll.、Oh、All right? Remember when Dream Doll clapped back at、um, Tory Lanez? Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Come on now. We got to give Dream Doll a little credit, man. Let's hear it. This is a Black History Month moment. That was a Black History Month moment brought to you by The Breakfast Club. That this was way better than Dream Dog gets credit for, man. And I know that self is out here embarrassing her. 
You know what I'm saying? I know Self is out here embarrassing her with that goddamn hairline, but we not gonna let we not gonna let Self's hairline hold back the greatness that is that Gwen and Entertainment artist named Dream Doll. But is it lace front? Is it Beijing? <clears throat> is it a toupee? What is it? Or All of the above, maybe. Is it drawn on? <laughs> I just know that that Dream Doll is, is it Yaki? That's what they call the weed. I just, yaki. I just know that Dream Doll is real. Self's hairline is not. <laughs> okay. All right. When we come back, we got your positive note. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. First now, first of all, can I shout out the yes. American Foundation for the University of the West Indies? They had their annual gala last night raising money uh, to send students to the University of the West Indies. And some of the students that came and spoke, it's amazing when you hear their stories of not knowing if financially they'd be able to go to college. And then a FUI steps in and gives them full scholarships. It's only $3,000 to send somebody to college uh, for a year. So it's great if you can donate to the American Foundation for the University of the West Indies. And shout out to VP Records and to Christopher. Martin, who came from Jamaica, we got him to come to come just to perform. Uh, it was pretty amazing, so we appreciate y'all. And I'm on the board, so we're always raising money for the University of the West Indies. Nice. Oh, oh I also want to say too. I know y'all seen DJ Self's fake hairline. Oh, stop it. And uh, Michaela, you know my niece Michaela, she made a great observation yesterday. She said you can't have a new hairline with the same old pot belly. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, you, so, yeah, he should have so, slimmed down a little bit. You got to get in shape. Yeah, all you, all right. you dudes that's out there getting these fake hairlines, make sure you in shape. Get some lipo too, somewhere. maybe. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to do the cosmetic surgery, <laughs> do it. A little tummy tuck. A little tummy tuck to oh, go with the hairline. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Get your stomach. Let your, let your stomach start receding a little bit. All right? Okay? Jesus. All that's right. all I got to say. All right. Well, leave us on a positive note. Was that positive? Yes, the positive note is inner peace begins the moment you choose not to allow another person or event to control your emotions. So all you dudes with fake headlines, don't let my words piss off your good time. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?